0: Just before we start with this one then, Mm -hmm. have you ever been to court? I've done jury duty. Have you? Yeah. I've I've, I've never been in court and I've never been called for jury duty. I've only... Never been in trouble, I meant when I say I've been to court.
1: I got told off by a policeman once because I was eating chips. Remember in Old Swan? Remember, they used to have those big horrible concrete plant pots outside where the old Eflostens used to be, which is now the pastures. Yeah, yeah. We were sat there eating chips and I threw me paper. Chip paper. And as Chris Carney told me off and I shit myself. <laughs> I was like, I must have been over twelve or thirteen. I was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Gotta get arrested, yeah. yeah. But I've done jury duty. Have you never done it? Never I've been never called?
0: been called, no. Um I obviously know people that have people that have done it. But um no, what was it
1: it's like? It's weird. It's well, I did two cases, they weren't big cases and um, one we came back and not guilty and one we just couldn't decide. Um, And to be honest with you, the one we couldn't decide is we think the guy did do it, but the witness, my instinct was the exaggerated to make sure they went down. And then once that bit fell apart, we couldn't trust the whole thing. Oh, right, if, okay. Does that make sense? So when was this? Sir? Um. About five years ago now. Oh, so that recent, it was yeah. Yeah, it was in Liverpool, yeah. Yeah, it was back in Liverpool. Um, so, yeah, so it was like, I'm convinced the guy would, did it, but the witness, it just didn't right. add up. There was something that didn't. So and it's I, not as easy as you think. My though. instinct was they elaborated to make sure they got done. Yeah. It Does that make and When
0: When I say it's not as easy thing, what I mean is when you work, because we're talking about films and TV shows. Yeah, yeah. When you watch it on a TV show, it's like there's a bit where you go, Oh, he's guilty. Yeah. You know, yeah. Then
1: the jury's going to do it. Because it's it pumped into you. If you have any doubt, you have to go with the not guilty, if that makes sense. Yeah. There's just, that, that's how it works. Um, it was an experience. Mm. I wouldn't want to do it again, if I'm honest. Yeah. Uh, and I'm guessing the uh, the lawyers aren't like the one we're about to talk about. Oh no, do it no, <laughs> God no! But when you're sworn in, you have to read this card to say that you're competent or whatever it is. And I was so nervous because the judge goes along the line, and goes juror number one, juror number two, and it was me, and I was about eleven. So I was like, and I'm I'm not an uncompetent speaker in public. And and I had the card that I had to read out, and I completely bowled it up, and he just went, "Joe <laughs> number eleven, can you read it out again to me?" So by then I was like, <laughs> "I was like, oh my <laughs> god, he's kind think of thinking like an app, like am I ever drunk or something?" And and I was like, "I've never been so nervous in my life." It's really, so and you went the one on trial? No, no so. so it's the whole environment is it's intense, well, yeah, yeah, it is. It was an experience. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't to doing it again. Hello and welcome to Watch It If You Can. My name is Liam. My name's Dave. This podcast is all about box sets we've created of our favourite films and TV shows. Some you've seen, some you won't, and others you may never want to watch. However, we can say if you've never seen a gangster film, we're going to make you an offer you can't refuse. All we want to do is chat on about these films and TV shows we love so dearly, and maybe, just maybe, you should watch it if you can. Hey. Liam. How are you? I'm good. You? I'm very well, thank you. It's a lovely sunny evening this evening and we are lovely toasty warm in our little studio.
0: We were just debating about doing this outside at one point, weren't we? we we've been talking about it. Um, Future episodes maybe are going to be um, outdoors. Live
1: from the garden. <laughs> uh, we may not be able to control all the variables outside though. And the animal noises, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Both, both, both sides. I've got cats, dogs, there's, there's family of pigeons in the tree and your own dog obviously Edna yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I am in the host seat this week so the question to get going Dave is what is it uh, so this week
0: my choice is my cousin Vinny oh yes let's go so have you watched this recently yeah last night Oh, did you watch it last last night? night?
1: But I did actually watch it only about two or three months ago. I wasn't—that's what I mean. I
0: wasn't sure if you were going to watch it again because you did
1: say yeah. you'd watched it. So no, no, I sat and watched it again last night. I thought, you know what? And then it was. Really, I was like sat there being really critical because I'd only just seen it. I was like, mm. <laughs> making notes, yeah, yeah making notes,
0: <laughs> sitting there with your pen and your light, yeah. Um, so for the listener, it's a it's a nineteen ninety two um comedy. Uh, it's directed by Jonathan Lynn, who is a British director. Um, it's based around these uh couple of characters first that we've introduced to. We've got William Gambini, um, known as Bill. Uh, and Stanley Rothenstein. And they're basically two young guys from New York who are sort of unknowingly linked uh, to a uh, murder in a gas station. Uh, they get arrested. It's in Alabama. They're put on trial. So Bill contacts his cousin Vinny, yeah. uh, Vinny Gambino, who's basically a lawyer. Um, technically not a lawyer, is he? he's He's, <laughs> he's been practising to try and be a lawyer for like six years, I think yeah. you say, don't has yeah, But he hasn't, he hasn't passed the bar yet. Um, no, I
1: think he just passed his bar, but it took him six attempts. But he's only been doing litiga- um, accent claims litigation, <laughs> so he's never been to court. Um, so,
0: essentially, they, they contact uh, my cousin Vinny, um, who arrives with his fiancée, um, who's got one of the best names, I think, in film, Mona Lisa Vito. Mona Lisa Vito. Um, and then the story, then, is just really about how we've got this sort of loud gangster city type guy up against this sort of small town,
1: Alabama court. It's a bit fi- locals it's a as well. Yeah, were involved.
0: To, the locals it, obviously think these two
1: kids did it. Um so that's what the story's all about. It's a I think we've had a few it's a fish out of water story, isn't it? With with quite literally turn up in this little small town. Yeah. And it's how the locals interact with with these influx. they're all from Brooklyn as well, isn't it? They're, yeah I think yeah. so, yeah. Why is it your choice then this week?
0: So I do like courtroom dramas and obviously I like comedies and it's just a, it's just a mix of both. It's the best of both worlds. It's a, it is a, you've got to appreciate that the courtroom stuff is really, really good. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, and obviously the comedy is really, really good. Um, you know i like films and tv shows where it does unfold as as it goes along you know we do find out you know we find out things like you know we can't have been in the car that drove away yeah we found out maybe some of the witnesses you know the then come back to what you were saying on the the intro you know, the witnesses can be a little bit unreliable didn't really see what they thought they did um so that yeah that element of comedy and a and a courtroom drama Again, just a reason to pull me in. One of my favourite films is A Few Good Men, which links us back to director we always talk about every week, Rob Reiner. That's one of my all time favourite films. And I generally do think the court scenes in this, although it's played for laughs, they are just as good as in yeah. a serious as in a
1: serious movie. So that's that's why it's on the list for me. I think as well, although it's it's played for laughs, but it's not over the top. It's a lot. A lot of the humour is quite subtle, isn't it? Which I'm sure we'll know come into it a few little bits. But one of the things I like about the film is it doesn't mock the deep self, which can sort of be open no, to. No, he's he's the butt of the jokes. Yeah, really, it's isn't the opposite he? way yeah. around. But but it's like in the film industry, and you know, it's easy to make jokes of the self, and it's not, it's all about it, it's not crude, it's it, it is literally seeing the differences of two yeah. different culture classes mixing that as well. And also, I've got to, I'm gonna invent my own genre of film, <laughs> and I, I'm gonna put it as classically as boss little movie. It's a boss little movie. Boss little movie. And I say that not in any detrimental way. It's one of them films that... It's not a blockbuster. It's not a sequel. It's not like a money-making thing. It's not like whatever's going well. No, no, remake. Oh, yeah. something did well. We'll do another one of them. Um, it's not a vehicle for a director or a star. It's one of them boss little movies that you've got a script that's come along, a director, producers and actors... That obviously go make a boss little movie and not a big budget either. You no, know? so do you and I think there's a few of these. Yeah. I, 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 think Stand by Me almost falls into that category as well. Do you know what I mean? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that. It's I'm streets ahead. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just straight. I am gonna say that's my new that's genre. A it's a boss little movie because it's exact I was trying to think what it's courtroom. It's comedy, but it's it's not it's a boss little movie. So if there was a section in um, blockbusters. We could have a boss little movie Corner. I feel like it would be more in the video I Remember we were saying about the the the, the shelf round the corner we have four for a pound yeah. of boss little movies. The <laughs> shelf of boss little movies. It's like that's what we want. Alright then, so who's in it? Uh so
0: first of all we got uh Joe Pesci plays, you know, the Vinny that's in the title, Vinny Vinnie Gambino uh, Vinnie Gambini, sorry. Um everyone knows Joe Pesci. Hmm. What we were just talking about before and what we didn't realizes how late he was yeah. coming into acting so 33 before he was in his yeah. first proper film. We had a
1: little look back at his history. He saw a he was a hairdresser and a barber initially, which is what his mum did, and then he sort of knocked around a few bands, which I never knew that. He was he was a guitarist, which I was like, oh, I never knew that. And then he he got into comedy as a jero, which then led to acting and yet we so didn't really mm. His big hit, raging. B- first big hit, raging bull. Was it? I think he was nearly forty by the time. He must that. have been because he was. Yeah. Well, he was thirty three in um,
0: nineteen sixty seven. Yeah. So yeah. raging bulls, not not too far after that. Everyone. So he played Joey and raging bull. Obviously played Nicky and casino as well. Um,
1: I, casino always gets forgotten about because of it's you because think of of Scorsese's body of films, and that's. It's a great film, and it's a. If he never made Goodfellas, it would be one of the best films ever made. Yeah, you're right. It's sort of overshadowed a little yeah. bit, isn't it? it? Doesn't probably doesn't get talked no, about as much. No.
0: Um, I mean, he had, he has done comedy before because he's Leo Getz in the Lethal Wepper <laughs> movies, isn't he? I love him in that. Um, yeah. Something else he was in. He was in Moonwalker, the Michael Jackson yeah. movie, which is, was you know an odd film at the time. I think everyone will definitely know him as Harry from Home Alone. Yeah. Um, but obviously, our recommendation's got to be the one that you've you mentioned there. It's the film he's won the Oscar for, and he won the Oscar for Goodfellas while he was making this, because um, apparently he took the Oscar onto the set because he literally won it. But yeah, Goodfellas is definitely the recommendation with with Robert De Niro. Um, Marissa Tomei is in this uh, as Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa Vito. Um, she is linked sort of to our first episode because she's in War Inc which is the sort of semi-sequel to Gross so, um, Point Remember, I was looking at that, where we mentioned um, that one, yeah. She was in uh, Chaplain with Robert Downey Jr. She was in The Wrestler, um, which was a, a, a big surprise hit, probably a boss little movie. Um, um, Mickey Rourke. Mickey,
1: Mickey Rourke, yeah. yeah. I've got that on my list um,
0: here. But I think most people know her right now for Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, she plays Aunt May to, uh, to Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I really like although this was a massive flop at the time, Oscar with Sylvester Stallone, which is like a farce comedy. Oh,
1: no. Nothing. If you've never seen no.
0: that, it's... I mean, I'll probably have to watch it again. I used to love it at the time, but it was a big flop. Um, but my recommendation is a recent one, um, King of Staten Island with Pete Davidson and
1: Bill Burr. Oh, I haven't seen that one either. I've got two damn one I've mentioned before, I just love the film. It's a Michael Connolly novel, The Lincoln Lawyer, the Matthew McConaughey film. Yeah. She's She's brilliant in that. I love that film. It, that's a boss little movie almost. Um, also, The Paper with Michael Keaton. Yes, she is, isn't she? Yeah,
0: that's
1: a great film. I, I love Michael Keaton yeah. as well. Yeah, I didn't, didn't So there's almost a, a sort of Spider-Man link there as well.
0: Yes, true,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, both in that. Yeah. Um, Ralph Macchio is William Gambini uh, Bill Gambini as he's more uh, referred to in the movie um Everyone knows him from Catty Kid. Obviously now from Cobra Kai, God, which is
1: huge on Netflix. I can't believe how big Cobra Kai is, but it's boss.
0: I remember being was on
1: YouTube. Yeah, it was And fierce, I never watched it. First, it passed me by. I but, just thought it was going to be really low
0: budget. And I thought it was going to be like little, maybe 10-minute episodes yeah. or something. It wasn't until it came on Netflix that I do, really watched it. Do you know,
1: it. it's weird because I got... I eventually plumped to watch it is because... I'm a big fan of how I met your mother and I've watched that whole through and I rewatched it again a few years, a few years ago. And one of the episodes is there's an episode where Barney's take on films is completely different from everyone else. He sees the bad guy as the, as, right. as, the, as the good guy. And he talks about the whole plot in karate kid. And it's exactly what the plot in Cobra Kai is, where it spins oh, it on right, its where head. Johnny's the good guy, and then he's in it as well. Johnny's in an episode of it later on, as playing himself.
0: Hey, you mean uh, Ralph Macho's in it?
1: No, no. Oh, Johnny's in yeah. it as well. Yeah, um, he plays himself because because right. he's a hero of Barney's. as oh, he knows you the bad in the oh, film. He's right, a, oh, so he's.
0: I didn't realise. I knew Ralph Macchio hasn't.
1: Doesn't Ralph Macchio? I think in he. It as well. I think they both been in it yet, yeah, but I think there's. um yeah, so that so it finally convinced me. So and I remember watching I and thought, ah, that is. And I went and then I watched it. And in the end, me and Jackie watched up We watched. I think by then it was already two or three series on Netflix, and we absolutely loved it. It's like utter rubbish, but amazing at the same time. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I, I it's, feel like, like
0: it's, it's like a it's like a drama, like a Hollyoaks drama. Yeah. But it's so good, isn't it? Oh, my Everyone God. that's in, it's so good.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, we, 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 we binge watch the, like the, the yeah. series as soon as they come out. So. But
1: it is, it's like a soap opera, Yeah, but on steroids. And it, it's just, I love it. It's but... great.
0: So, yeah, obviously, he's, he's Daniel from Karate Kid. Um, he was in The Outsiders, which was um, with Tom Cruise, Rob Lowe, and Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez from... Young Guns. Young Guns, another link back to another episode that we've done. Um... He was also on Broadway with Robert De Niro. Ah. Um, he did um, Cuba and his teddy bear in 1986, apparently. So there's a little bit of a link there then to, to, to Joe Pesci um, and the De Niro link. Uh, Mitch Whitfield, who plays well, that... Oh, sorry. I'm got just on going to
1: come back. Is, and I've mentioned this film before with, with um, Rob Macho. He's in the film called Crossroads, where he plays a Classical guitarist who's obsessed with the blues, and basically the part of the film is he sells his soul to become a better guitarist and all that, and that's written by John Fusco, who wrote Young Guns. He wrote oh, Crossroads in really? the next film. It was Young Guns. So it was just like when you said Another the link. It was like, but my mission in life is to tell everyone to watch Crossroads. It's it it's completely forgotten about. And it's a great. You know, I don't film. think I've seen it. Or if I have seen it, I
0: certainly don't remember. I probably would have at the time. Um it is he's, got, quite... he's got a book out at the moment, hasn't he? He's got a biography. Yeah. That's that's just come out, so that'll be a, that'll be a good read. Um So Mitch Whitfield um plays Stan, um and he's he's one of the the, the accused alongside Ralph Macchio. He's done loads of voice work. Yeah um apparently he was the voice of Donatello in the uh the Turtles two thousand seven video game.
1: This has come in a bit of a theme with actors we've we've picked no, voiceovers. especially Turtles as mm-hmm. well. Like I think because there's been about four or five different series as well. Hasn't I think it? he did I think he did Transformers as well. I'm sure yeah, that was on yeah, the list Yeah definitely yeah, um, one of the the newer versions. He's in
0: an episode of Kirby Enthusiasm but what I think everyone's known for is he's Barry and Friends, yeah. isn't he?
1: I didn't realise it. I like, suddenly got onto it b- yeah. today.
0: Um So he's the one that you know Rachel sort of left at the altar, um, and Rachel played by Jennifer Aniston, who was in the Iron Giant.
1: Oh, I've got. I, I didn't even. I've...
0: Another link to the, oh, to, uh, did, to, a, to a film we've already done.
1: I forgot about that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and then we've obviously got the judge Fred Gwynn, um, who was Herman Monster. Well, you've got to be I think you've got to be a certain age now of our listener to remember Herman because that I, seemed to go off the TV like when we were just as it, we were becoming teenagers, it, I think. Yeah, I don't it know. Channel four
1: lose the rights or I don't something. we used to be on a lot along with the other one, Beverly Hill, the Beverly O'Bellies or mm. whatever. They used that was that black and white t- Adam, Adam's family was on yeah, at the time as well. Um and actually I'm sure there was only series. There was only one or two series of it, but it seemed to always be on.
0: Yeah, when we were kids, on Channel Four. If you turn on the telly at any time, it was on. But it just seemed to drift away, didn't it? Yeah. I had never even noticed it on other channels. It probably is somewhere, but
1: no. Um, I didn't know he was a big um, Broadway singer. No, I didn't he did know did a lot that, of no. Broadway and stuff. I was like, oh. Because he's got he's got a very distinctive voice, very bad tone, I believe. It's
0: um, another show I've I've never heard of because I don't think it it come across here. But Car Fifty Four, where are you? He was in sixty episodes of that, which I think was a big American kind of sitcom. I don't I don't I don't think we got it here. I don't no. remember. But he was in Pet Cemetery in nineteen eighty nine. That's my recommendation, which is a Stephen King. Story, oh. <laughs> which is a link obviously we know we have done stand by me um and then just a quick touch upon the director so jonathan lynn uh, is a british director he did uh, yes minister um again the show that was kind of on when we were kids wasn't it uh, he did nuns on the run um and he did clue which is just a, a great film i think clues is, is available on disney you should definitely check that out um and he did a couple a couple of other sort of Films with big Hollywood stars in um, *Whole Nine Yards* mm. with Bruce Willis um, and Sergeant Bilko with um, Steve Martin.
1: Okay, well, I was meant to be working this afternoon, so I spent a few time on IMDb. I just went down to support and cast a little bit on this because it was just. Um, actually, I went down to that little rabbit hole sometimes. So, Jim Trotter, who played the prosecutor, Lance Smith. He's got one of their faces. He's been in Clueless and he was the the other coach in the Mighty Ducks.
0: He was, yeah. And of course, was. who else was in Mighty Ducks? Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> and here's the an even better one. He was in the new adventures of Superman with Dean Kane for the whole he was in the whole series. Oh, he was um the yeah, the news the news guy, wasn't he? Yeah. And Dean Kane is the stepson. Of Christopher Kane who directed Young Guns. Oh, so another another link to a it's, previous I remember episode. remember, says even like it's all roads back to Young Guns. Mm-hmm. There's something about Young Guns, it's like there's an epicentre of yeah. of everything. Um and then I was just then I was going through the guy who played Sam Tipton, who was one of the other witnesses. He I was like, I know his face and he's done loads and loads of stuff, but I remember from twins just watching a Danny DeVito film. Which you love, and obviously Danny DeVito has got a bit of a link back to a few of our previous yeah. episodes, um, and also, um, and just by chance, because I only watched film the other day, John Gibbons, he was in *Beautiful Mind*. That I've just you watched. recently watched, yeah. yeah. And George Wilber. Is either is it the, the sheriff? No, he played the you no know, the. The scientists who come in initially did the... the oh, the, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm surprised he didn't get on this, Dave. So he's he's been in... Um, that's James Rebhorn, his name is the character's G- George Wilbur. He, he was in Collie so right, going on a gangster film, another gangster film. He's also been in Incentive of a Woman, Meet the Parents. And he's also appeared in 30 Rock
0: oh has he yes so people should definitely watch Better yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you've deep dived there haven't you I, I, just, I just picked out some of the key players but you well, had a proper deep dive oh, yeah and I, was like, I had a lot of work to this afternoon <laughs> so it did not have an incentive you know <laughs> like sometimes I just love going know, I, yeah, I went in you can get lost on IMDB yeah can't I love you? it all right then so that's the cast and it is it's a great cast but what about favourite character it, for me, it, it's it's got to be
0: Marissa Tomei. It's got to be it's got to be Mona Lisa Vito. Um, Marissa Tomei won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. I just think her character is she's smart, she's funny, she's underestimated. Um, What's weird about her Oscar win, which I I don't remember at the time, but there was a rumor that Jack Palance spread out the wrong name. Yeah, and apparently it was just a rumor and it wasn't yeah. true. you know the only
1: time we've seen that is with La La Land. Remember and when they got it, correct? Apparently they got a system in place if ever yeah. that happens, which happened then. Um, so I don't know where that that
0: rumor started. She you know she won it and she deserved to. Oh yeah, to win yeah. it. She's brilliant. Um, you know in the film they've got this kind of agreement that. They'll get married once, you know, he's won his first case. Um so she wants him to win more than yeah anyone in the in the whole film, but she does feel helpless. But she then starts to pick up like the law books, doesn't she? Yeah. she? She starts to get involved and she just plays this massive part in the outcome. You know, there's a scene where you know she has to identify a car, she has to identify the make, the model, and then this lawyer's like so dismissive of her, and then he Has to accept that she is an expert witness, yeah. Um,
1: because her dad was a mechanic, her two brothers were mechanic, her, her mum's dad was a mechanic, yeah. her dad's dad was she a mechanic. She just girl. wipes the yeah. floor yeah. Yeah, with him, doesn't brilliant. she?
0: Um, so that just for that whole, I'm gonna call it you know, I'm gonna do I'm doing it air quoting, no one can see it, but <laughs> the, the defense is wrong scene, yeah, that alone. Would win at the Oscar. I just think I think she's great. Is is that who you picked? Have you picked someone else? No,
1: I I knew I had a feeling you were gonna go yeah, for it she, because just something. because it's such a standout character uh, and a standout performance. But I really love Judge Chamberlain. Oh, I just he's great. it's I've got and he's got them lovely southern gentleman manners. But it's the facial expressions he pulls when he sat there and he's like. Game, <laughs> I'm pulling the face, and no, only you can yeah, see but, but I know what you mean. He just he plays it so well, and I was just thinking because I I did have a feeling you were gonna go for a Tommy, and I just thought he he's when I think of the film, he's one of the first characters I think about straight away, and he, you know because and but to be fair, most of the the main characters they're know, all great, yeah, aren't
0: yeah. they? Yeah, the bit the bit I like with the judges when. Uh, Vinny says about, when she's on the stand and he says about, you know, treating her as a hostile witness and he says something like, you know, we're together and he goes, oh, that explains the hostility. <laughs> He's just, and that piece, like you say, he plays yeah. if He doesn't play it for laughs, does he? No, no. None of it, like the faces are for laughs, are they? But the, but, um, it, 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 it's just the the way he does it with like you said the tone of his voice as well. Yes. It's, he's yeah. really it's good. A good shelter, it's a good shout as a good as the best character. Right, right, oh
1: so What about uh, next question we always go down is favourite scene or well, I was gonna say episode but it's not episode because the film. But favourite scene. <laughs> yeah. There's a few. Um the the
0: the two youths. You two youths. Yeah. The two youths is funny. Uh, and apparently that was a real conversation. So, you know, if you've never seen the film, um Joe Pesci's character Vinny is trying to say youths and the judge keeps thinking he's saying youths um, but apparently that was a real conversation Joe Joe Pesci and the director Jonathan Lim had that conversation he kept saying what, what do you mean youths and they put it in the movie yeah. so I like the fact that they did that and there's a couple of other real moments as well that like weren't in the script um, Joe Pesci knocks over the judge's yeah. chessboard, doesn't he and apparently that wasn't part of it but they kept it in the film um, and when Joe Pesci is holding up his fingers, so there's a scene where he's trying to get a little old dear, Isn't he say, how many fingers am I holding up? And someone else says it. So when he does it again, and he says, and only Mrs. Riley, and, apparently he ad-libbed that. That wasn't in the... That so, one, and that's a, that's a brilliant moment in the
1: film. That's my favourite. Oh, is that your favourite scene? Yeah. But and I, that's ad It's just, I just, because it's... Um... He, he 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 takes the tape, measures the other end and he says, Okay then Mrs. Owen, can you see how many fingers I've got? And it's Judge Chamberlain goes, For the record, let it be known he's holding <laughs> two fingers. And then he looks and then uh, Vinny's like, Judge and he's like for the first time he's wrong, isn't he? Yeah. The judge has made and his fate again. That's one of the it's one of the moments I love Judge Chamberlain, and it's just and then he goes in for only Mrs. Sowers. It's great seeing. So the, the fact that that wasn't in the script as well yeah. makes it even better. Or you could see how that could happen. way This isn't a great example of it's, play, it's not played for laughs. It's just how situations could occur that are naturally funny. Yeah. And I think,
0: I think that's the thing with some of those serious films. This is where, I know we're going off track here to talk about Succession. Succession is a brilliant show because even in like drama, you've got to have funny bits yeah. because naturally in life things are funny, aren't yeah. they? You know, we've, we've probably been to funerals and you crack a joke and yeah. stuff like that. You know, we, we always, especially, I think it is being from Liverpool as well. We we tend to we tend to find humour in everything yeah. really, whether that's to break the ice or just make someone laugh. And I think as you said, the serious
1: courtroom scenes But the comedy that's in them works so well, doesn't it? Oh, totally going off on tangents here. Do (laughs) you remember when John Terry was in court over the Anton Ferdinand yes situation, Um, and there was a moment that happened where the the barrister was asking John Terry a question. He goes, "What would you would you say, yes or no?" And he was like, he said, "So." Would it be? It was a multiple question, so he just said, "So, so would it be no four times?" As in, "No, no, no." And John Terry got mixed up and just went, "No, no, no, no." So even knew when that, It was exactly that type yeah. of moments. He just didn't get what he was being asked, and he, he took it the wrong way. And apparently, I'm uh, laughing. It was hilarious. And it, but it's what you've just said. It's and again going back to what I was saying in the preamble. Bit. It's such a tense environment, a courtroom. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Seriously. So something
0: like that can just, yeah. not break the ice, but you know. But it's, like you can see, you, you, is it you, nervous laughter as yeah, well? Most I think, I think that's why I think some dramas, like full-on dramas, are so hard to watch and stuff. But you think like at that moment there would be a, yeah,
1: something, yeah. some sort, someone would make a comment, someone would do a joke or whatever, and, and you know, without getting into a whole like old DC MCU, I think why the MCU has been successful is because they do recognise that moments are like this is just bonkers and you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. You, you Robert Downey Jr. was the voice of like And what, re- one of,
0: one of the best probably examples of that is we had how many films with Black Widow and then in the Black Widow movie you have the Florence Pugh character going. The- oh you're such a poser. Yeah. Oh, you know making of- yeah yeah you know making light of it. But um but my favourite scene um it is 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 playful laps. it is a funny scene. It's when the they're both in jail and Vinny turns up for the first oh, time. God, yeah. Um so in the in the in the scene, listener basically Bill's us Bill's asleep on the on the on the bed. Vinny turns up and he tips the prison guard because he just thinks, because he's from New York. He just so it looks like it looks like he's paid off the prison guard to come in. So Stanley thinks basically he's coming in to molest them, basically. Um so he noticed that Bill's asleep and he says to Stanley, so maybe I'll just start with you. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, um, "He says, you know, if I was you, I'd want to get through this with as little pain as possible. Yeah.
1: And obviously he's talking about the trial and the case, but Stanley doesn't know. But it, it's the joker there, but then it just keeps going. The yeah. joke just keeps happening. He says, you are royally going to get fucked and all hours. Well, yeah, like, oh, that's boy, it. Because Stanley's
0: like... like, you know, I don't want to do this. And he even talks about, like, suicide's a way out. Yeah. But the, the, the line that kills me is the line you just said there with he says, it's either me or them, but you're getting fucked either way, one way or another.
1: <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's that. Just, it's it's, it's only totally really short. It's the same, you know, but it just keeps getting the... the oh, there no, it is. Scene. its It's has Obviously, we... Love my scene about the, the two fingers up. I love the, each time he gets thrown in contempt of course, and it just cuts to a um, Mona Lisa coming to collect him from course. But it's it's the one at the end afterwards, where I think they go, it's, it's the last one, and she goes, um. Do, 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 do Vinny's been bailed out again and you go look I just need some encouragement and She sort of she's sarcastic goes wow you really handled that judge well there Vinny and it just cracks <laughs> just don't me happen. up it leave me a bit, yeah. yeah I just think those two Pesci and Tommy are just so they, they, they were electric together absolutely yeah. electric
0: I'd love to have seen like the um, like the because they obviously must have done, got Joe Pesci to be paired up with loads of different actresses, I'm yeah. sure, and different combinations. And I don't know if he was cast first or she was cast first, but there must be an audition tape somewhere with them too yeah. for the first and time.
1: Oh, regard there is an age gap with them, but you could just see that they, you could see them because they're, they're both personalities. I don't know, yeah. although there is an age gap between them, I could see them as a couple if that makes yeah, sense. There was, there was yeah. Oh, you never
0: once think. There. Why are these? Why are these together? Because yeah. it works, doesn't it?
1: Okay, then so today your favourite bits. What about music in this one?
0: Uh, so because it's based in Alabama, it's a very country and western mm. soundtrack. The the couple of tracks that I've picked out, which I think you should go away and listen to, you know, on YouTube, whatever your whatever your choice is. But get rhythm from uh, Martin Del Rey is a dead catchy tune, and way down south from Josh Turner. They're just dead catchy, yeah, yeah. like almost pop. In other countries, up with the pop, almost like a pop tunes. But um,
1: I think as well as the Tammy Wynette "One Stand By a Man" pops up at some point, it does, Johnny, yeah, and yeah. I think that that obviously the whole story yeah. of of them as a couple, and she does stand by him. I think but if you <laughs> ever
0: drive like Route sixty six, as if from one side of Mount to another, yeah. put on "Get Rhythm," put on "Way Down South." Yeah, you know, two good
1: two good, too good tunes. tunes. All right, then Dave, what would you change about the film? So this isn't, this
0: isn't anything particular about the, the film itself, really. Um, this is more to do with someone involved with the film. So John Gibbons, who you mentioned before, um, he plays a character called Austin Pendleton and he is a stuttering public defender. And what I read was that. Pendleton himself stuttered as a child, and then he, he did recover from it. Um, but during film, and he apparently had really bad memories from you know his teenage years and, and afterwards he said he wasn't happy to even be associated with the character. He did an interview in, um, I think it was 2022, but he said that he felt the, the role nearly ended his career and he got angry letters from you know people who, who do have stutters and he just said he regretted doing the role at all. So that that's the element I'd changed because I, I don't like the idea that you can be in a great movie like that mm. And feel like you don't want to be associated come, with him. Wash, wash shame. Like, yeah, it, it, it's, you know, we're doing the we're doing the film because it's one of my favorite films. Um, so the idea that someone was in it and 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 feels had a negative that, experience, yeah, yeah. So I would just just change. Didn't that. know that. No, yeah. like, I knew.
1: But, it. I read somebody did have a stutter, and I figured I read he had to be persuaded the first place to do the film anyway um but he he was he's really good in it and, and but i didn't know that that's it, that's it it's, and
0: and really the character doesn't really need it Do you no, know what i mean it's no. just you're just adding something for the that sake is, of that adding is a something. little bit
1: that's something done for laughs isn't it a little bit, you know? bit yeah um okay the one bit i will change is from pretty much right at the start when Bill puts the phone down and says, We've got a lawyer, my cousin Vinny's coming, and it literally cuts to Vinny and Mona pulling up in town first and then you get out the car, and there's the whole mud scene, yeah. And then it cuts to the two kids just going to prison, and I'm like, They drove all the way down to Brooklyn, a matter of Oh, so there's a continuity yeah. thing, and then they, they it's, and then they're only just getting into prison, and they've still got the same clothes. It just seems, uh, I get yeah. It's just, it, it's just something. And then the, there's another scene after they're in prison where they then take they turn up again. At the hotel or something like that, and it didn't need that that initial scene where they. Te- I don't know if it was maybe they were meant to be doing a stop off town or something, but it didn't. It just literally they put the phone down. He said. Got a cousin, my cousin Vinny, right. and it cuts to them turning up and then literally cuts from that to the boys arriving at prison at from the police station. And so by then his cousin Vinny has already arrived in town and right. that doesn't
0: this, this is my garbage scene and City of God yes. last week, and it was yeah. just a slight continuity thing. If you if you did just put something in there, that little gap, isn't mm. it? It's that little gap to show actually, it's a few days. And I've later. never
1: noticed it before until I watched it last night. Yeah. And it was a thing to do because it was just because I'd seen the film. I was being a little bit more because I was like, right. ah, I was like, never noticed that. So yeah, I, I would I would change cool that. Um, all right, then what about what's the legacy? What's the impact, of my cousin Vinny? Um, so we only had only eleven million. Budget, which comes
0: back to it being a boss little movie, doesn't it? Um, Made sixty four million, but the impact really is that the director Jonathan Lynn, he's got a law degree from uh, from Cambridge University, and lawyers have praised the accuracy. So one quote um, I found is that it said the the movie is close to reality, even in its detail. Part of why the film has such staying power among lawyers is that unlike, say, a few good men. Everything that happens in the movie could happen, and often does. A trial. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Merrick Garland, who is the current United States um, Attorney General, he once wrote um, that Vincent Gambini taught a master class in cross examination. That's coming from him. Yeah. Um, and there's there's a couple of ones with um, John Marshall, a law, a law school professor. Um, he wrote that Vinny is terrible at things we do teach in law school, but very good at things we don't
1: yeah so I like that you do know. you know what it goes back to the scene where where Bill's trying to explain to his friend a friend when he's like he's not at all he's gonna and he says there's that scene where they're at a wedding and the, and the magic magician comes around and Vinny's like no it's this it's that yeah. and it's 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 that, I'll it's, give that him it's that little bit of a, um streetwise mentality to question and just pull things apart. Isn't it? You, you always think lawyers are always like from quite wealthy backgrounds. They're like, what's the word? Orators? Is it where they can be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. When actually, once when it's well, like, oh, that's bullshit. That. <laughs> I'm going to like, so it's, yeah. Well, it's the, the, the American Bar Association has it as number
0: three on the 25 greatest uh, lawyer movies. And bear in mind, this is a, like a, technically a comedy.
1: It is a comedy, but yeah. I've, I've even read that the actually the watch it in law school in America as well. For some of them reasons, it is on their list of like yeah. it, it is for the detail, which is does does quite amaze me. Um, all right, then. So, moving on to the mystery box question. Ooh, right, I'm, I'm gonna. Do you want to dip your hand? I'll in? dip in.
0: I'm gonna go. This one, no nope, that one. I'm changed my mind. I'm going
1: with that one. Right. You can open it. Okay, right, Dave. Recast this movie with any of the cast from Friends. With any of the cast from Friends. So you got six. Any of the six, from, which okay. is funny because we've already got the the Friends. Oh, really? Link. Good.
0: Okay, it's a really good question. i will going
1: think about who would you. I will tell you what. Who do you want me to start with? Do do Vinny. So. And don't even have to go male-female. Well, mean, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, I'm going
0: yeah. to do a role reversal because I'm going to do... I'm going to go with... I'm probably going to go with Monica as Vinnie. Oh. Because she's quite detailed, isn't Tenacious. she? Tenacious. Tenacious. Yeah. De- know, when it comes to the cooking yeah. and um, and the cleanliness and stuff. So I think she would pick out... She would be a good lawyer, wouldn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um and obviously she's a good actress as well, isn't she? I might change my eye. I'm going to, I'll go initially with Monica would be Vinny, which then would make um probably Joey would then have to be the Mona Lisa oh, character. Oh just
1: lit, as you said that across my mind, yeah. Joey would have to be yeah,
0: would have to be the to Tomate character would be. And speci- his you think, it's, he's, you think he's his speciality and... would be sandwiches and something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so after someone's killed by a sandwich, yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, Joey would be Matt LeBlanc would be um that character then. I think um David Schwimmer would be the judge, yeah, wouldn't he? Uh. Um Chandler would be the, the other attorney, that one that, that cross examines them. Um Phoebe would be the sheriff. Um, who initially arrests, arrests the boys and then turns out he helps them out yeah, doesn't yeah, he he, right, yeah. he goes away to find he yeah. finds out there was another car doesn't he um so that only leaves who's that leave um Rachel yeah so Rachel would have to be one of the two accused she she'd have to be the Ralph Machio character yeah, so that's that's right, yeah yeah so yeah Jennifer Aniston would play Bill and It'd be the accused, yeah, be yeah, accused yeah. And, yeah. She would be it'd be her cousin, so you'd reverse all the roles, wouldn't you? Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I don't think I'd Well, maybe
0: even. for you, well, actually, what it'd be is Lisa Coo, Joe, and Jennifer would be the two arrested for the murder. Oh. Monica would be Vinnie coming in as the yeah. judge, Joey would be the um, is the the the, the boyfriend of Vinnie. I think Swimmer is the judge and Chandler is the the prosecutor.
1: I would quite possibly swap Swimmer as the prosecutor and Chandler as the judge. (laughs) Could he be any more judgy? I don't know. I just think
0: Swimmer's more serious, though, and I think the judge needs to be serious as well. But I don't know where you're coming from. I think he's got more of the facial expression. But so does David Swimmer. You you haven't seen... um, intelligence yet have yeah no. it's called intelligence no, isn't yeah, it yeah. um which has got Nate from uh, Ted Lasso in it's such a good show you know and he's he he, he tries to play it straight but it's more like a you know, like um Leslie Nielsen yes it's it's more like that okay it, where he's trying to be the straight man but he is actually hilarious
1: alright then so what about where can you watch it so
0: if you've got a Disney Plus subscription you can watch it on Disney Plus but if you um, if you don't you can get it for less than a uh, eight on YouTube you can watch it on Google and it's on Amazon Prime as well brilliant
1: um, and then we always when we come to this section of the podcast we always go with what else if you like this what else would you like I'm going to start this this time is I picked a few for the courtroom vibe, and obviously, there's a courtroom. It's almost a genre, courtroom, but I mm. think courtroom comedies is is not as many to pick from. I picked Liar Liar. Yeah, I put Liar, Liar. Yeah, I think I think anything. I just love in. and Legally Blonde. Yes, I didn't have that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, is is a big one, and and a bit of a fish out of a water one as well. So it's a little bit. And then I've got the prison theme, which afford they downplayed the whole prison aspect. In fact. Going back to another bit about if a, if a, what would they do again? I think almost the two accused were almost didn't really have much of a part in the film at all. And I didn't really get their peril in prison. The stakes weren't high. Do you know what I mean? No, we don't really have, see them once no, in there, don't yeah. we? Um, but anyway, so prison movies, I'd always go to stare crazy. Yeah. It just, <laughs> it, just it just, it's just a great film. Um and then, because we mentioned before, it's a fish out of water. A couple of ones I've picked out around. And I've gone for Back to the Future is obviously the first one because he goes back to the 50s and he's, he's a little bit out of his depth. Um, Groundhog Day. For, and then that's a boss little movie because he's a bit of a fish out of water. Yeah, true, yeah. It's,
0: stuck um, in a, it's, it's a similar story, it's stuck in a town, you know, yeah, with everyone yeah. around.
1: Big tom hanks because he's obviously he's a, he's a kid in an adult's world mm. so that that one's from annals and then the next one is i think is definitely an out now fish out of water sister act yes so, <laughs> a very similar time you were both made as well i think that that was the one i thought that was i thought yeah if you liked this you would like sister act yeah Def- definitely definitely I've, I've gone with two
0: Topics, really. I've gone with just pure courtroom dramas, so we mentioned A Few Good Men. Yeah. We love Bob Miner, don't we? Oh. Um, also in that, Kiefer Sutherland, yeah. who was in Stand By Me. Yeah, and Young Guns. And Young Guns, <laughs> another link. Um, the Trial of Chicago 7, um, which is on Netflix, uh, which has got Jeremy Strong, who is... It's it's in succession. We always try and throw succession in when we can. Emin Bokovic.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: with Julie Roberts, who was also in an episode of Friends. She is, yes, <laughs> which you just mentioned. Um, runaway Jury with John Cusack.
1: Oh, yeah, he
0: was in Gross Point Blank in Stand By Me. Um, when I say Runaway Jury, though, that's not to be confused with the Royal Jury. That's a fake film that was in Rock. Ah, oh. <laughs> so. If you you know, if you've if you've never heard of that, you should watch that episode of Firty Fair, fair enough. Um Primal Fear with Richard Gere and Ed Norton, Time to Kill, another Matthew McConaughey yeah. film. I know you mentioned Lincoln Lawyer. Uh, and currently, um it's on season two at the moment, but Perry Mason with Matthew Reese is courtroom based as well. So they're my courtroom dramas. Um but my other theme or topic is serious actors and comedies. Oh, I love
1: this. I think mean, so, it's a great topic.
0: Joe, Joe Pesci obviously, you know won the Oscar for well, um not goodfellas. now we
1: found out he was a comedian. I didn't know he was a comedian before he was an no, actor. No. So
0: so And obviously Home Alone is you know an yeah. out and oh. out sort of comedy yeah. as well, but isn't no, it? And he's other he's, things.
1: You, you say Joe Pesci, you think of goodfellas.
0: You do. You think you think Serious yeah. actor, don't you? Um, you know, he has done other comedies like um, gone fishing as well, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But um, the ones I picked out is obviously De Niro in Meet the Parents yeah. and Meet the Fockers, and Dustin Hoffman was in Meet the Fockers. And yeah, you think of Dustin Hoffman Yes, is, I know he did touching stuff, but he's in my head, he's a serious, serious actor, isn't he? Um, De Niro also did analyze this and analyze that with Billy Crystal, but James Kahn in Elf.
1: Of course, yes.
0: Again, serious serious actor. Um, Tom Cruise in Topic Thunder. Um, (laughs) *Tropic Thunder, sorry, as Les Grossman. Tom Cruise very rarely does... I know there's comedy elements in the Mission Impossible films, but I don't think he's done out-and-out sort of comedies like that. Um, And then a couple of others, again, not really known for his his comedy, but Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) That's a comedic role, isn't yeah, it? You know, that is almost a Bugs Bunny yeah. role, isn't it? Uh, and then, um, Jeff Bridges in Big Lebowski, because you think of Jeff uh, before Lebowski, yeah. Jeff Bridges was was your serious actor, wasn't it? So they 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 my two themes. I've gone with courtroom dramas, and I've gone with people who were generally known for being in serious
1: movies. Well, thank you very much, Dave. That was Dave's choice this week of My Cousin Vinny. Watch it if you can.
0: on instagram at watch underscore it underscore podcast or on twitter at watch
1: underscore it underscore pod join us for all our previous episodes on spotify apple podcast podbean and amazon music